It's another day. I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, The Church's Prayer. Our scripture reference today is Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 through 23. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints. And for this reason, I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him, so that with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe according to the working of his great power. God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead, and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet, and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Many people today do not recognize the name Harry Emerson Fosdick. He was an American pastor in the early 20th century. His preaching ministry was influential, considered most influential in liberal circles for at least two decades. As the most famed living Protestant preacher of his day, there's a lot to say about him and his ministry. As he made his way through the modernist fundamentalist controversy of his time, he garnered much support and much criticism, as you can imagine. Fosdick once said of Methodists, you Methodists have always been a bunch of wise guys. Considered to be the Jesse James of the theological world, Perhaps his most known sermon is, Shall the Fundamentalist Win? While you may not be familiar with what made him so loved and despised, you've most likely had a connection with his faith. He also wrote hymns. The most well-known hymn is, God of Grace and God of Glory. As I read today's scripture reading, the third verse of that hymn came to mind. Cure thy children's warring madness, Bend our pride to thy control. Shame our wanton selfish gladness, rich in things and poor in soul. Fosdick wrote this hymn as he contemplated the completion of his church's new building project. The church was building a multi-million dollar building funded with Rockefeller money. God of Grace and God of Glory was the processional hymn for the church's dedication service in 1931. So, let's consider how this might speak to our faith today. I imagine 
There was a lot of excitement for Fosdick's congregation, but the preacher wanted to be the voice calling the church beyond exciting building projects. If the church was to be God's church, they would need God's power. See verse 1 of the hymn. The church would need God's freedom and strength to accomplish God's work. And so, the recurring theme of God of grace and God of glory is that God would grant us wisdom, grant us courage. God's church will need both as we pursue God's calling. The Apostle Paul prayed something similar for the Ephesian Christians. He said, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him. Whatever cultural moments arise for us, we need God's wisdom to move forward in faithfulness. We must ensure we have not removed Christ as the head of God's church. The danger is our quickness to affirm Christ's superiority without examining whether we're living what we say we believe. So, we're back to verse 2 of the hymn. God's wisdom shows us when we are warring with madness. If Christ is ruling our hearts, he'll show us where and when we're letting our pride take control of his ministry. And we'll be able to look past the excitement of ministry, pet projects, and desires to see the true joy that comes from being the church appointed by God to fill all in all. Stay blessed.